Welcome to the family with Kelly Nick, Alex Brantford-Rasmussen, and Cassie Schrader. We'll be right back. Kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Recently, the four Walzer dealerships in Burnsville, Walzer Subaru, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda, encountered a hailstorm. Adjusters flew in from around the U.S. to handle a claim on what will be over 2,500 new and used cars. They've drastically reduced the pricing on these vehicles, and there are some wonderful bargains available. But here's the deal. I normally hate the hurry-these-won't-last style of marketing, but in this case, it is true. It's not like they'll go into the back lot at night with hammers and make more. I also usually tell people to check them out online, but in the case of slightly damaged cars, you really do have to see them for yourselves. Stop out to Walzer Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. Little Metallica to kick things that's off. That's the first time I've heard Metallica on the podcast. I've played Metallica before. Oh, God, I love Metallica. This song used to be, anytime I would drive my dad's car in high school, I'd turn it on, and this song was, like, blaring. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God! You know, it's funny, because in, in the day when Metallica first came out, you know, they made it with zero radio play. You and Andy with this clock are going to kill me. You to do me. it, because I'm close. You guys are going to you can drive me insane one of these days. There we go. <laughs> they did make it right with zero radio play. Absolutely. Oh, they did. Absolutely. Absolutely you, zero. You are right. But they at did. the time, if you were a metalhead, it was Slayer and Metallica, and it was pretty divided. Group. Yeah. Yeah. And then when Metallica made it big, of course, all the Slayer fans called them sellouts. Of course they did. <laughs> of course they did. Sellout, because they were successful. Yeah. Okay, well, whatever. But, yeah, Enter Sandman, great song. King Nothing, love it. Yeah, great album. Love it. He's back in Spin Dry, thank God. Hetfield, Mr. Hetfield's back in Spin Dry. Hopefully. You know what? People don't understand when you get that kind of money and you get bored. Yeah. Shit happens. It's a lot of money, man. (laughs) It's a lot of money. All right, we're going to start off, uh, well, I guess we got our second subject. Uh, L.A. Nick's going to talk about something that he... Well, two different things that happened to you. Oh, two different things that happened to me. It's my new pet peeve. And you know what? I think it. I, I blame all of this on digital. Oh, I remember, 100%. I remember 10 years ago, I said, this is not all good. I hope you guys don't think that digital is all a good thing because it's not. 
It is disconnecting human beings from one another at an alarming rate. Alarming rate. Yes. So tell us what happened. Two pet peeves. Yeah. My biggest pet peeve happened to me yesterday. Happened to me like three days in a row. You're pulling through a parking lot. There's a car in reverse with its reverse lights on and its brake lights on. You think they just put their car in reverse? They're gonna back out. Right. They never leave because no. they're on their phone. And they don't care about you. And they're you. on their phone for yep. like 20 minutes. You yep. can circle the parking lot 10 times there and they still are. You just want to scream. With the reverse and, and lights then, on. And then people with red lights. They, the red light turns green. They're still sitting there nope, because their heads down right. looking at their phone. Absolutely right. Because so, they can't drive and text anymore, so they text at the red light. Yeah, they do. Oh, absolutely, they do. You Way still, worse. That's which isn't legal. They either. still they do. They think they think because they're not car, driving. If your car is in drive and yep. you're on a road, you cannot. I see it phone. more and more at red lights. The people are just looking down at every red light. So yesterday, I pull up to a four-way stop, right? Off to my left, the guy got to the stop sign first, so he goes. I'm ready to go, and the guy behind him goes too. And I notice as the, he, the second guy is driving, he is not looking. He's looking down at his phone, which he's not supposed to be doing. He's looking at his phone, and he just pulls out and traffic and just keeps on going. He had no idea where the hell he was going. He w- did not look up for one second from his phone as he was driving a what? How many? What? 3,000-pound vehicle or how much is it? The numbers have to be astronomical how many accidents are are caused by cell phones. There's no doubt about it. Digital. Okay, and here's the other part. Now, something that just happened to me just now, right? I mean, literally an hour ago. So I forgot the house. I I, I left the house, and I hadn't eaten anything. So I pulled in to to grab a, uh, a breakfast sandwich at a local hot spot. You know what I'm talking about. So... And I want, I want you to tell me if you go through the same thing. What's our phone number now? Is it the same? Yeah, it's 612-295-1526. 1526, just in case it happened to you too. So I, this literally just happened to me about an hour ago. So I go, well, I'll just grab a breakfast sandwich. No big deal. It's 500 calories. That'll be good. That'll be grand. I pull up to the uh, ordering thing, and he goes, help you? Not may I help you, just help you. Oh, here comes Turtle Dove. Here I am. Here she is. She's arrived. So he goes, help you. And I said, could I have this? And he goes, we don't have those. Not, oh, I'm sorry, we're out of those. He just goes, we don't have those. He goes, oh, okay, well, why don't you give me one of these? He goes, $7. I pull up to the window. He does not look at me. He doesn't talk to me. He sticks his hand out like this without looking at me. So I give him the money. And when he gives me my change back, he does the same thing. He looks down and gives me. Does never. He never did look at me once. Never said one word to me. No, thank you. Here's your money. Enjoy your day. Nothing. Just walking in this building. You know, there's two Wait a minute. Two. I got to finish right, my story. Good. good. I thought you were finished. No, 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 no. <laughs> so I got. I help you. Right. So I pull up to get my sandwich. Woman walks up and uh, does not look at me. Hands me the thing, realized she hadn't gotten my drink yet, goes back, gets the drink, and hands me that. Didn't say a word to me, didn't look at me once. Mm. I will never go back there again. Where is this? It's uh, the McDonald's on Winnetka and uh, Golden Valley Road. It's God telling you not to eat that crap. They wouldn't yeah. even look at me or talk to me or anything else. Well, well just, if you look at who started McDonald's, they're just following suit. Just coming in this building. Yeah, probably you know, There's two sets of doors. Yeah. So I'm walking in the door. I see a guy just coming up the steps. 
So I hold that door. He goes in the other set. I did see. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Hey, I just hauled up oh, a yeah. giant carton containing a chair I have to put together for the lobby. And a gentleman was very kind and opened both doors see? for me. Oh, and, then I, and then a guy, and then I was like sort of. I mean, it's a giant box. Mm-hmm. I'm like heading towards the Why didn't you call elevator. Yeah, well, wonderful. it's not heavy. It's just bulky. awkward and yeah, bulky. awkward and weird. And the box is falling apart on top of everything. So I'm looking at the elevator, and this guy's walking, and I'm like, he's gonna totally be hitting that closed door, isn't oh. he? Isn't he? Isn't he? Isn't he? He actually sat there and held the door open for See? me. It's because you're a woman. That's yeah, why that's you're why. the weaker sex. That's not always true. <laughs> there, was, there was one guy at the podcast. You used to talk to him in our first studio. Upstairs? By Acme. Oh, by Acme. Yeah, um, okay. There was one guy. You used to talk to him, and I was like, that guy. Because I, I was like nine months pregnant, had two dogs carrying my lunch. He would never help me with anything. He would never hold the door Where'd open he for work? me. He was like an older guy. He had glasses. Probably lived in the condo. condo no, he know. worked. Oh, yeah. Know, that guy that was him. always really nice to you, but he seemed to not like women. Anybody. Yeah, and he him. never uh, helped me with anything. Yeah, I don't know he what he did. was sitting outside all of the time, and I could be, like, Wasn't dying. Louis. And he would just walk by. No, he was <laughs> so like an older white guy. Here's the argument. Just from my standpoint, if I'm giving you $7 for an item that's worth about 25 cents, because those sandwiches don't cost them anything to make. Not really. Let's Raccoon, say they're worth, meat what, a, is cheap. A dollar, <laughs> dollar and a half maybe? I don't even think that. I don't even think that. So let's say they're making five, six, let's say they're making five, six bucks off that sandwich. Next time I come in, I would appreciate, morning, can I help you? You don't have to call me, sir. May I help you, Well, sir? that's the management's fault. It is. Yeah, it's they're horrible. Not, they're not all like that. No. It's it, it was unforgivable how they went out of their way, but I still think people don't make eye contact anymore because you're digital. Oh, no. All they do is stare at screens all day long, so they don't want to look at human beings Maybe anymore. Maybe they were hiring autistic people. They can't no, no, that. they were no. Oh, they were having a ball inside there. It's just anybody outside didn't count. Actually, I don't go to one McDonald's because they do have a. No, never again. I don't no, go to McDonald's at all because it was started by a horrible human <laughs> He always makes me feel very uncomfortable. One of my favorites of all time, the city center when it first opened. God bless her soul, by the way. But when city center first opened, there was a Burger King in there. I remember that. And they hired an autistic woman. And she would repeat the big N over and over. You know, well, that's, that's not Tourette's. That's Tourette's. Tourette's. Yes, Tourette's. That's not, not autism. It's Tourette's. But she would go like this. She'd go. <laughs> this like this a kid has tongue. a lot of physical problems, yeah. and he just makes me very un- not. I have nothing against. Yeah. It just makes me uncomfortable. So, so well, that's your problem. That's your problem. One hundred percent, it's my problem. Yeah, I don't go to that McDonald's for that reason. Really? Yeah, because he's. He, a lot of times he'll fall into the where I'm at, and like the food just flies off the tray. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. Just, one just, thing I would just can't do it. Uh, no, nah, I understand. One thing I would like to do is take 100% credit for making the call that I made about oh a year ago. Uh, you know these way way far lefty news people, those those kind of people. You know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? I kept saying if anybody brings up your skin color, your gender or your orientation in a very positive way, watch your back because they're using you. There's no question about that. You're a pawn. Yeah, you're a pawn. That's all you are to them, right? In the last two days, uh, Governor Cuomo has dropped the big N 
in a conversation. Cares? Oh yeah, he said he, he he's claimed that they call Sicilians uh, "dago big ends." I've never heard that. Or yeah, I haven't either. I've never heard anybody do that. And then so he did that yesterday. And then a woman named Gina Rodriguez. Does anybody know who that even is? No, never heard of her. She's a Hollywood figure or something, I guess. I don't know. Would, would somebody try to track that? See, Gina Rodriguez is her name. She's a young Mexican woman, attractive. I assume she's an actress. But she thought she'd be cool and started rapping and kept saying the big N. It's like, what do you people, when you're talking about your support for black people... Do you think that's part of it? I mean, once again, these people don't give a rat's ass about you because you're black. I think they're trying to be part of the group that is. Yeah, well, you know, they're not disenfranchised. They're so just they trying can, to be relevant. Yeah. Yeah, the Cuomo they can ride family. That uh, wagon. I still love the fact they called Chris Cuomo Fredo. I still think that's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Hey, Fredo, how you doing? I'm smart. Did you see Shepard Smith quit on the air? Yeah, I did see him quit on the air. I, I actually saw it. Yeah, I did too, but I, I, you knew it was coming, though. I didn't. Oh, didn't you? No. Oh, yeah. We, and all the, all the newscasters after were just dumbfounded. They couldn't yeah, speak. That's fake. You think it was? Yes. They knew. I knew he was going to leave. I don't know. What's his name? Didn't seem fake. He was genuinely. Oh, uh, um. He was genuinely tongue-tied. Neil Cavuto? Yeah, he was tongue-tied. He, he was sucks like, anyway. Yeah, he does suck. <laughs> He's <laughs> terrible. But he was tongue-tied. He was like, didn't uh, know what to oop. say. Shepard Smith has quit Fox News, but yeah, I don't know. But he did it live on the air. He did. He went, That's I'm, a little odd. this is my last report. I, well, he's going to pop up on MSNBC or... Yeah, I mean, or, all, the, all the fans on Fox hate him because he's he's kind of a fraud on this show. But Yeah, but I mean, he's not even that far left. That's not no, even the he's issue. Not. He's just actually, he was terrible. I actually like him as a person. Oh, I never met him as a person. Personality. No, I mean his personality. Oh, his personality? Yeah, I didn't care for it. He and Cavuto and them. Sean Hannity I can't watch. Can't do Sean's it. Sean's a little tough to watch. He is. I like Tucker Carlson because he's so outrageous. <laughs> Tucker's just funny. He's I, funny as I hell. I just love it when people say something and he just gets this bewildered look on his face. <laughs> like, you just can't But he, he can't still deal. has. He, he, he's, he is funny. He's, it is. Yeah, I think he said the other day he's 50. Who is Tucker? Yeah. Is he really? I think now? that's what he said, but he still looks like a, a little kid. Little kid. Yeah. <laughs> he's a great guest on the KQ Morning Show. Oh, I'm one sure time he, is. he started laughing one time. So he's talking to me, hey, Tom, how's it going? It's not bad, Tucker. How are you? Yeah, everything's great. I said, you coming to town anytime soon? He goes, he goes, uh, uh, I think I am coming to town. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure when, but I think I am coming to town. I said, well, give me a call because I'll, I'll do your security for you. <laughs> and he goes, God, oh, that's okay. I, I have security. I said, who does your security? He goes, the Hell's Angels. <laughs> and I said, oh, a bunch of pussies. And he just started laughing. <laughs> He's a really good. He actually, I hope people understand. He does that to you on purpose. Yeah, he's a funny guy. He pokes the bear just to he's piss like a, you he's off. He's like a comic. He is. He reminds uh, me of stand-up comic. You know, I like Anderson Cooper on CNN. He, you know, he, I don't agree with all of Tucker's politics, and I don't agree with all you know, of Anderson Cooper's politics you, either. If you watched the debate yesterday, did not. Anderson Cooper <laughs> actually <laughs> flat out asked Biden. About his son getting paid a billion dollars. Well, yeah, some, somebody really? should and, flat and, out ask him what's going on. Him, and you know what Biden's answer was? Mm. Focus on impeachment of Trump. That that's was, what he said. Oh, that's, that's said. that hardline messaging Uh-oh. crap. That was his only response. I have a question for you about that. For everybody about that, because I saw uh, this morning that Nancy Pelosi said there will be no vote on impeachment. 
Like, it won't happen anymore. Okay. She said there'll be no vote on impeachment, and yet every other news story that came out on The Wire today said things are moving really fast in the impeachment. No, they're not. Even, Why do you lie to people? Even if they did vote, the whole House voted yes, the Senate's going to... Senate's going to throw it out anyway. It's all right manufactured. Yeah, it it's is. It's all manufactured it for the election. That's it's all political it is. theater. It is. It's political it's, theater. It is. It's hilarious that anybody can take any of this crap seriously. You can't. It's you all, cannot. It's all theater. It is. Honey, you're going to have to get used to this. You can't look at people when you're talking to them. It's not what people do anymore. <laughs> oh, I want to ask you guys a question. The only thing I'll start I... looking at people at weird names. With really big eyes. Right their soul. Yeah, that would be really good. weird faces. Um, do you hear do me we have... help? Do we have a couple of lamps in the storage? We have that one stand-up lamp in, in storage, don't we? Why? Because I don't like the lights in here. They're too bright. They're very bright. They're really bright. Yeah. Well, you can just turn every other Could bulb. you put a dimmer? You can put a dimmer switch. You can also just un- I don't I know just if you can on fluorescent lights. You can just I don't twist every other bulb. Well, I just turn, I'd like to turn them off and get a couple of lamps But I can just twist every other bulb. Yeah. yeah, so it wouldn't be. It's, it is very bright. Yeah, like, it is. It's cut, way too bright cut, in here. Yeah. Well, the middle this, one in the wintertime, people might yeah. appreciate that. I could cut the centers on all of them. Yeah, that would probably help. Just turn the mold. Yeah. Well, the turn. problem that you have, I mean, I'm looking at you right now. You look totally washed out from here. There's so much light. I look like I'm dead. Yes, you look like you're <laughs> No, you don't look like you're really dead. really not a brain. I know. Every really feature in your face. Are horrible. Oh, don't they? Yeah, they are horrible. Look, Tom's got a pimple right here. It's like you can see all Nobody looks. Good. Sometimes you go into a bathroom, like at an airport, and you're like, oh, my God, am I oh this God. hideous? Airport <laughs> bathrooms are the worst. I, I the need to go to Dr. Basham tomorrow. There's some bad lighting around. Yeah. yeah, we got to turn these off. We'll get some We'll get some lamps in here, some nice warm lighting. We like warm lighting, don't yes, we? Yes, we do. Glaring so white lights, We have that one stand-up lamp, right? I don't know. And and I can just find another one to put on right here, and life will be grand. Okay. I go to state sales every weekend, and the lamps are like five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. We get a couple of lamps, and light yeah. it'd be good. I I'll like la- I like home. lamp lighting anyway. I do too. I mean, overhead lighting's nice. No, it's way too bright I like in here. Lamps. It's far too. Oh, we got to take a break. We'll be right back. La Nixon Studio. Alex, Catherine, Cassie. La la. Tommy. We'll be right back with the family. Tom Bernard here, and with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website that one of your bankers has worked with a customer for more than 30 years. It's a long time for any business relationship. Is that common? Not only 30 years, but two generations. Our great client, Northland Fastening Systems. 30 years is definitely not common for a lot of bankers, but Brad has developed a relationship with that trusted customer that has allowed them to show steady growth every year they've been together. Building the relationship of trust is what we do best. It allows us to make quick deals that benefit them and all of our business customers. The cool thing is that it gives us a chance to be more than your banker, hopefully a partner, and maybe even a friend. I have never liked you, by the way. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience? Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Thanks, friend. And you are? Real nice. <laughs> Chuck Knobloch. <laughs> Chuck Knobloch. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment. What would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof. That dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. 
With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Imagine 2020, buy 2020, and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. I could not Hey, anybody dresses in schoolboy outfits to play the guitar, Just, you know? They have so many hits. They it's do. Endless. And they're not the nicest damn people you'd ever want to and meet. And you know too. their song's very first chord. You know it's ACDC. Oh, you know it's ACDC. <laughs> Hells, bells, and all of it. Very distinctive Boom. sound. I loved uh, Def Leppard. We had Joe Elliott on this morning. Nice Lo- guy. Oh, he's a great guy. Yeah, Joe nice guy. Chris Egger did, did most of the interview. I said, man, you did a good job. And so at the end, I go... Hey, Joe, wasn't that terrific? We found out today that TV anchors aren't really sucky interviewers. <laughs> he just started laughing. Uh-oh, somebody's phone's ringing. Not me. Hello, who is it? It's not me. Anyway, so we are back. Phone's off. A little here, a little there. We're just trying to figure out. Uh, Cassie hasn't started the, the oh, timer again. You, you and Andy are going to get fined. We're going to start having <laughs> fines with the, when you get the damn clock going. I so had I, a sweet I, spot. Yeah, hey, apparently not anymore. There you go, thank you. We have Nancy's like, mom still living downtown Minneapolis. <laughs> you do? Yeah, she lives at 7 and 5th. Oh, and I didn't know that. Somebody was murdered on that corner this morning. Oh, oh yeah, I saw God. that. It was called assault, and they were murdered. I saw Robbed. that. We Killed. have got to do something about this. That's, because That's east downtown. That's nice, <clears throat> the uh, nice area. Yeah. I, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, happened five thirty this morning. Mm-hmm. Well, they found the body. I think I think they said the guy got maybe an hour dead. It's so, every day. Probably somebody going to work. Every day. At four thirty in the morning. Oh yeah. Really? Oh yeah. god, yeah. Downtown. But I mean, huh? Minneapolis every open. day, St. Paul every day. Someone gets killed every day now, and it's because and no we one have, seems to care. We don't have any consequences for anything. Go Nobody ahead and kill one whoever you want. No. Whatever. No one cares. Nobody cares. We can't. Uh, we can't have police uh, on the streets. It's just. It's too disrupting to the criminals. Yeah. It makes the but criminals right feel bad. There. Yeah, they that's, have bad. That's right there. <laughs> Thrive it. Right in front of Thrive It Financial. I know. Oh right, yeah. Right in front of Thrive It. I mean, Thrive It's right there. And yep. Enterprise is the next block. Did you say he was shot, stabbed? No, what? Uh, it just says beat up, to de- beat to death. Beat to death. Oh my God. It's unbelievable. That's what they do. They hit in the head with a brick and. Yep. Why? Why are they so violent? If they just want to steal your stuff, why don't they just because take your stuff told, and go away? Because they're know. told on a daily basis that everyone hates them and everyone's taking advantage of them and you're a victim. They don't want the confrontation. They just come behind you hitting heavy bricks yeah, and then you're it. dead and they take your stuff. That's exactly Either right. just a cell phone that they get 80 and bucks And they never for. find these guys, probably. No. They don't even Do probably you know? look for them. No, they, they don't even look for them. It's going to be rather interesting because I don't know if this is, you know... When this could happen or whatever, but apparently uh, Tim Walls has expressed somewhat of an interest in coming on this show. They don't want to come on the KQ Morning Show, which I think is hilarious, but they'll come on this show. That's so interesting. I don't know what that's. Well, I'm guessing it's probably because of Scott and Lastman. Yeah. 
Blame it on them. Yeah, they're worried Bob Sansevier will be yeah. on there. Sandy will you know, be on there. You know, when I was school master or whatever he was, school board president. Was he? Yeah, was so, he a mayor too? Yeah, he was a mayor. Orono yeah, or was, something? Yeah. Sansevier this morning, I, I, I'm like, Bob, Jesus, Palomino. He says to me, because uh, I said, we have lots of billionaires in the state of Minnesota. Because we do. We have we lots Absolutely. of billionaires. First lots. three, I believe, are McMillan's. There's a lot you of them You got the Polads, you got oh, the Davis Carlson's. family, the Carlsons. Yeah, there are tons of it's billionaires. Endless, thing, endless, right? Endless. So Bob Sansevier goes, well, there's a guy in here. I don't uh, recognize the name. Tom, who's this guy? I said, who? He goes, William Austin. And I said, what? He goes, William Austin. Who's that? I said, Bob, that's Bill Austin from Starkey Labs. He goes, oh, Bill. <laughs> really? Oh. Bill. Oh, Bill. <laughs> you didn't know that William is shortened on to Bill? See, listen, who the hell is Robert Sansevier? I never even heard What? Never even heard of him. He goes, who's Bill Austin or William Austin? What a dope. Say, so, Annie, I love you, but you're... Oh, he said he wants to write the book. Bill Austin's a billionaire? I told you yeah, that oh, yeah. years yep. ago. Why is this news? But no, he wants to do it. He wants to get started on it. He said, I promised Tom it would only take us one weekend to do it. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, whatever. Uh, but in any case, I, only Sanny. Only Sanny. Only Sanny. You know, who, who's William Austin? Oh, God. Well, if you would have said Will Austin. <laughs> but JB told me. He's actually a nice guy. I didn't even get a chance to see JB at the wedding. Hey. I don't, I've never met him. I have lots of I, oh, his son, to he John his son. Jr. I talked to John Jr. I didn't talk I to JB to, at yeah. all. Where the hell was, was Tevin, he? by the way? Where, how come Tevin didn't show up? Was he invited? Yeah. I think so. Well, you, and you invited everybody from the podcast. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, we talked to him last uh, week ago, Monday, about he coming. He said he was coming. coming. Liar. Lion sack. He's probably in on Alaska or where the hell ever it is that he Stuff came. Stuff happens. On Alaska. Things do happen. It yes. does indeed. Things do happen, but uh, it all works out in the end. So that's cool. Don't yep. you think? Yep. I learned a long time ago, everyone has their own problems, their own lives going on. And sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. stuff happens. Somet- well, there's true. no doubt about that. Sometimes you get hit in the head eyes. with a manure spreader. <laughs> oh, well, that's nice, honey. <laughs> well, when, when sometimes your feelings are hurt because somebody didn't do something, and you think it's all about you, and then you think, well, that person's really crappy, and then you find out, like, yeah. their mother died, or, you know, they're mm-hmm. getting divorced, and, right. you know, so there's a lot of things happen. Yeah. So it's, you know, sometimes you just got to go, ah. Go with the flow. Stuff happens. Well, we just like to have some ammunition to tease Tevin, so we'll just use it. <laughs> yes, we <laughs> love you. to tease Tevin with ammunition, so that we'll be doing well, that. Well, he missed the fun time, so. Yeah. Wasn't that a nice time? Everybody was so nice. Nobody started any trouble. Who, you have to remember, every wedding I ever went to in North Minneapolis, there was a brutal fist fight. Really? Every <laughs> one of them. And that was just from his side of the family. <laughs> that was just my family, my brother's cousin. Probably. All them damn Bernards. <laughs> God, it's so great. Ooh, so who's the mountain man? That's my brother, Tony. <laughs> you mean he, Mall Santa? Yeah, right. yeah right. I know. He, he could totally like play that part. Oh, he's gonna love hearing that. Now he'll not, he won't talk to me for another twenty years. Oh, That'll be Tony great. Knows I can't I love believe him. he showed up. So did you guys talk? Did we talk at the wedding? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. We did. Who told Dan to get a haircut? You hippie. He did. Yeah, I think. Tony's and yet he's mall Santa. <laughs> Tony's hair's very long, so it was a. From now on, it is going to be mall Santa. That was a great call. That was a really good call. Hey, mall Santa, what's up? 
Uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen Tony in so many years, and then he shows up at the there. wedding, which he didn't show up for your wedding, did he? I thought he did. I don't think he did. No, Amanda was there. Oh, you know, he did. He oh yeah. Todd showed up for it. He, yeah. he Where was Todd? Troy. Troy. Had to work. Oh. Troy there, a bartender was fired, and another bartender quit in protest. So that left Troy. 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 <laughs> Just the bartender. The only bartender. <laughs> so stuff exactly. Stuff happens. Stuff there. does happen. It's true. He, he would have come for sure. And I yeah. don't know where Vicky was either. She I mean, was, was there. there. Oh, yeah. She I was. To her. <laughs> we both talked to her. <laughs> Who am I all, missing? All of, oh, all of my Bobby. relatives that, Bobby that there. don't talk to me didn't come. Well, well guys, guys Tony didn't to talk to you until again. one of them wasn't invited. We tried. No, you need to try again because it will be something that you'll regret when one dies. Not really. Yeah, you will. Tony, Tony, <laughs> Tony didn't talk to Tom for a long time, so Tony this was this was some years. sort of an olive branch. But you need to you need to fix all that because when they when people start dropping, you'll be the one that has yeah, regret. But when you have no idea why they're not talking to you, uh, no start, clue. Then start talking to them. No clue at all. Just then start talking to them. I've tried in the past, and they have no interest. Uh, I think try again. Try harder. Well, try harder. Okay. I, <laughs> I gave this advice kidding. to a friend of mine who hadn't talked to her mother in oh, that's just ridiculous. like 20 years. That's just ridiculous. 20 years. Her mom had moved out of the country, had a whole other family, all of this stuff, and she was pregnant. And I said, you should at least tell your mom you're having a baby. Mm-hmm. I mean, that might be something that will change your relationship, you know? And so she's like, oh, I don't really want to. I just, you know, my mom is just so horrible, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> my mom is horrible. A lot of moms are horrible. I get yeah, that. I, I, know. Get that. Unfortunately, <laughs> I got a, I got a great yeah, mom, but some are horrible. And so she, sa- she said, so like a year later, I saw her. I was like, she's like, well, I took your advice, and I sent my mom a note saying that I was pregnant and when I was due. And Uh-oh. she sent back a note saying, well, congratulations, children can be your greatest blessing can be oh my god not they are they can be the- oh, god. and that was it oh, not, god. oh my god i i'm so glad you contacted me after all these years nothing oh, like that no nothing nothing hugs kisses nothing weird there are a lot of people that just don't see i, I mean, don't get they it. do to that me, family's family man well, one of them said, uh, don't even bother to try to get a hold of me. Talk everybody else in the family doesn't want to talk to anybody else in the family ever again. I don't get I don't, I don't comprehend mean, that. I understand. Some people are just super, super toxic people. I mean, it's like. You just don't understand. You it. do have to remember, though, that, that my childhood was brutal, man. It was on all I of would, them. If somebody, I would bug that person. It said, it said that. I would just be calling them every day. Hello. Hello. Yeah, Hello. Said, uh, Hello. They Hello. said they were calling. I would just call them every day. Say, how you doing there? Hey, what's going on? Every day I would. Like me love you. It's tough. Yeah, it is very, very wrong tough. with that. I know. I, I, you want to know, honest to God, in a couple of cases, it was the in-laws that stirred the pot. Oh, that happens a lot. That does happen a lot. Not, not all of it, but some of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got pretty good in-laws, but that does happen. I see that with friends a lot. Yeah, I don't know why. what the problem is, you know? They they think that their daughter or son deserves somebody better. Somebody better than us? Well, who doesn't think that? (laughs) Most of the cases are delusional. I got got a tip off for you. Catherine and I have known each other for coming up on 39 years. I still think her mother goes, my daughter's too good. (laughs) I'm pretty sure (laughs) Betty still thinks you're too good for me, which is fine. I I know your mother thought that I was the reason why you didn't come around all the time. 
Well, she I, did know, not. I know my mother thinks Nancy's She's... too good for me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's the problem. She used to call me and wonder why you didn't come over in the last couple of weeks. I'm like, I don't know. He's been golfing every day. Yeah. I, don't, I haven't seen him. Call, the, call him. Ask him. One of the greatest things she ever did is I. my phone rings one time, and it's my mother. And I go, hello. She goes, is this Tom? <laughs> I said, yeah, it's Tom. She goes, oh. Well, I was just testing my phone to see if it rang out because it never rings in. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, no, okay. My parents are actually the opposite. If I don't call my parents, I think it would be a couple of months before they would call me. Really? Oh, yeah. When my dad calls me, I'm like, oh, no, what's wrong? Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. Well, really? I, my parents yeah. aren't callers, man. Well, I think it's, they've yeah, got five kids, you know? Well, my parents don't, but they have a lot of grandkids. But I, I do call my parents like every other day, so they don't really Oh, do you really? Oh, that's yeah. nice. That's yeah. nice to do. Because they don't really have a chance to... One time, though, I was mad. I didn't call them for a couple of weeks. And they didn't call me back. <laughs> what my mother never did understand, and I never talked to her about it, obviously, but as I could tell, she was not going to live much longer. I spent more time away from her to get used to it while she was still alive. You know what? I thought about that recently. I did. Because yeah. I moved away a long, long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. I was 16 when I left. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I think I'll have it easier than everyone else in my family oh, when, when no my doubt. parents died because yep. I don't... I, oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah. Yep. And I kind of feel guilty about that. Well... No, I, but I, I did it on purpose because I was like, I got to find out what it's like to not see my mother, right? Because I right, saw her right, all right. the time, I was, yeah. right? And I, I don't... I, I am going to go... Obviously, I'm going to go home next month, but that'll be the first time in the last two years. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, not you that gotta, hard I mean, you got to do what you got to do, know, right? It's embarrassing. <laughs> I go all over the world and I can't go Where home. Do, you, do you stay at the house yeah. in your old room? Uh, my old room's <laughs> not there anymore. Oh. Well, it's not? No, my old room's a... I had to demo it. It's a... <laughs> they had it's to a, demo his like bedroom. A, Burn it down. Just a room that goes into another back room, the TV room, to build an addition. Oh. So my room got... But I had the best room in the house because I had two doors in my bedroom, one that went to the kitchen oh, and the one that nice. went to the hallway where the rest of the, be- the bedrooms were. So I could sneak in the kitchen every night. You know, nice. <laughs> and of treat. course, I always did. You had a little treat going, yeah, did you? Pastrami or whatever was in there. Oh, man, I'm a little pastrami. I haven't had pastrami in a long time. Uh, I, li- I live on pastrami. Didn't you have gabagool with the Italians? Absolutely. Absolutely. Pastrami baby. and cheese, man. You order a drink anywhere in Pedro, that's, they just bring you plates of it. Do they prosciutto. really? Yeah, prosciutto, pastrami, and cheese. Just and you'll go. I didn't know that. I go. Oh, no, it's free with the drink, and they'll bring out a whole pizza. Really? What? Yeah, yeah. Where is this? I gotta, we gotta pa- move. In Pedro. Really? Yeah. If you order a drink for drinks like five bucks, they'll bring you get so much food you can't even eat it all, and they'll keep bringing it. Really? Yeah. If you eat the plate of prosciutto and cheese, and they'll bring another plate of prosciutto and cheese. I will tell you. When we were at <laughs> Villa Deste. We walked in that little town, you know, that little road that led right to the hotel. Yeah. We walked. There was a pizza place there. And I, Nick Cook ordered it, and I thought, that's going to be horrendous. It was phenomenal. It was dried beef pizza. Holy God, was it good. Yeah, I remember you went get, back for more. They must get, <laughs> we did. They must true. get beef really cheap. Oh, my God, it was good. It was amazingly good. You know, it's funny. that I've also had the best hamburger I've ever eaten in my life. In Italy? In Italy? Yeah. Really? Yep. Yeah, I love we And love I actually Italy. asked them why it was so good. It's this little town in Pedro. There was in Urbino. And they said beeswax. they said it was uh prime rib, uh 
sirloin and ground and, and some other meat, and they grind it all together. Really? So it's like four kinds of prime steaks. So you get the metal shards in there like they do with Taco Bell? <laughs> Oh, what? Yeah, only year they had to recall yeah. 2.3 million pounds of beef because somebody found metal shards in yeah. it. Oh, that's the expensive. Grinder. There's actually another f- malfunction. Yeah, huh? recall right now too. I forget what it was. Somebody else in recall? Yeah, another food recall. I, for- I forget what it was though. So I did not know that. Has anybody ever watched? What's that show about the food industry and how? Oh no, never watched awful that. it is. Never watched that. Oh my God! Don't What's it called? I just watched. An, <laughs> I watched an episode on fisheries. Trust me, never watch it. Yeah, on fisheries, true. the it whole will fishing. It your oh. whole life. No, well, it wasn't about how awful it is to eat fish or anything. No, but it I was see about what they how it was about how um, right outside of where's the big fishing villages in Watch on the it. east coast. Oh. On the East Coast. Chesapeake Bay. Yeah, Chesapeake oh, there's Bay. a gigantic one. Why can't I think of it? <clears throat> anyway. The Atlantic? Market the yeah. <laughs> well, anyway. Apparently, everybody goes, yeah. everybody from every other country was coming over and eating our... Oh, we have to take a break. No, she's not here to do it, so... Oh. Uh, I can just press some random buttons and see what happens. No, she's see coming. We can stop it. <laughs> What's she's the name coming. of that show? What? I don't know. We'll take a break you and find out about it. We will be right back with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me? How'd you like to make money singing like that? It's catchy. Oh, I have to recant something. You from do? last week. Oh. Recanting. I'm recanting a statement. Don't watch The Ranch. It's a crappy show. The Ranch? Remember I said watch The yeah, Ranch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't watch it. Don't, <laughs> don't watch kidding. it. The first like, couple episodes were Lost your interest. No, Cassie's just, a disaster. It's horrible at You got to get the wrist flick. Yeah, get the wrist, wrist flick. There, Cassie, you got to flick. Wrist flick or wrist <laughs> flick or whatever it is. What's with this clock lately? 
I don't know. I don't know. Nobody it's, can seem to turn it on. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Every other button works just fine right off the bat. It's the start don't button. Don't try to blame the button. <laughs> got to do that. Operator error. By the way, I fixed our, fixed the gate by myself. Oh, did you? See, what do you think of that action? <laughs> I did. Should we, should we tell our guest? Susanna Stoika, how you doing, Susanna? I am doing fine. How are you? Marvelous. And you do pronounce it Stoika? Yes, Stoika. Yes. See, I'm proud of myself, Stoika. Uh, cooking after brain injury. <laughs> you got it. Yeah, absolutely. Cooking After Brain Injury, Easy Cooking for Recovery, Book 5, the latest in the book series. People who have a traumatic brain injury are no longer able to cook, even if they were proficient cooks before the trauma. That is what happened to the uh, Susanna Stoika, uh, to, uh, Susanna Stoika, author of new five-part cookbook series, Cooking After Brain Injury, Easy Cooking for Recovery. How did this all start, Susanna? Because you did indeed suffer yourself. Yes, I had a double brain injury. So two traumatic brain injuries about an hour apart. And uh, that rendered me incapable of uh, remembering words in any of the languages I speak. And I speak very well, three. So uh, another problem that happened was that my family was used to me being a very good cook before I had the brain injury. Okay. And uh, when they started seeing me uh, coming back uh, from the worst of it, they started complaining that they wanted uh, good cooking, home cooking again. <laughs> That's nice. What about us? <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, they complained enough that I decided to find a way to cook again. And the reason a person with brain injury cannot cook is because... Anything that requires successive steps drives them nuts. Mm. And uh, uh, if you have any of those steps uh, can be forgotten if anyone talks to you while you are cooking. So uh, I had to find a way in which I can go through the steps. And even if somebody interrupts me, I can still do continue cooking. Now, what's happening when you take a normal cookbook, uh, the writer assumes that you know certain things about cooking. While a person who starts cooking after a brain injury is like a, uh, an erased uh, blackboard, doesn't know anything about cooking. Mm-hmm. So I had to to find a way to also define all these steps that are assumed as known. And it took me about 10 years, over 10 years, to finally have enough recipes to to cook. And when I saw how much improvement I got from working with these recipes, I decided to put them in writing so other people who have brain injuries can benefit from it. And I had very uh, positive feedback from people working with people uh, with uh, brain injuries, therapy places, which told me, oh, finally, something that we can use. I think that's great. So it proves that it's a a good book. And uh, (laughs) my benefit in writing the book is that I found myself having even better cognitive abilities by the time I finished them. I think that's great. I had a um, sister-in-law that had a 
brain tumor removed and she had to quit her job and she had a like you said she just couldn't remember um if she got interrupted she'd burn things on the stove and it was kind of actually dangerous yes um, i i uh, actually walked walked away from home with uh, having things boiling uh, because i forgot about it God, luckily uh, each of those times i remember just in the nick of time of course i burned the pot, pot but i didn't burn the house well, that's well, good. <laughs> this is a good thing and then i have a, a nephew who had a traumatic brain injury and he also has some physical limitations does your book um include any of that because he's kind of can't use his left arm right. uh, for uh, physical limitations, uh, the best thing is to use the arm as much as possible or work with somebody like me who works with brain injuries. Because the reason he's not using his arm is that uh, the b- signal from the brain cannot get properly to the right, arm. Right. right. That makes sense. Dr. So Stoker? it needs to work with somebody like me. Dr. Stoika was trained as an engineer and holds a Ph.D. in computer engineering with a thesis in building computers with circuits modeling the brain cell functionality. She wow. spent her engineering career in developing high-tech technologies like expert systems, a technology that models the human thinking process. So I just wanted to point out you're not some dope that had a brain injury, <laughs> Dr. Stoika. No, I am not a dope, uh, and when I, <laughs> I hope I am not, not a uh, having several. <laughs> of... That was wonderful, doctor. That. Doctor, that was a great comeback right there. I can't even imagine traumatic brain injury because I just had a minor brain injury. Two oh, yeah, you ago, did. Yeah, right. Just two weeks ago. We and, have a minor brain, so it all works. Thank you very and, much. And I, I can't believe how much know. damage. I mean, I couldn't do anything. Like, my motor skills left me. I couldn't speak right. I just got hit. Yeah, you know why? Because when you have a brain injury, uh, the majority of the damage is not the brain injury itself. It's the brain swelling that happens after the brain injury. Yeah, that's what they told me. I had an MRI, and they said I had no bleeding, but I had swelling. Yes. And uh, the real... Uh, people don't know about it, but I wrote about it in my uh, other book for brain injured people called uh, Heal Your Brain, Reclaim Your Life. Uh, the best cure for for this brain swelling is to cut off any outside uh, sound, smell, uh, light, and uh, rest as much as possible See, I kept telling my and wife drink that. Well, uh, enough water. <laughs> Leave really? me alone. Well, I did. I, I really, I really felt like I needed to be left in a room alone with nobody bothering me. That's what my brain. Oh, really? My, yes. brain, my brain actually Very felt good. overwhelmed. Really? Yeah, it felt overwhelmed. Huh? At all, all times. Hmm. Like it was overloaded. Yes, because uh, anything, uh, the brain when it's uh, swelling, it pushes against the skull. And uh, which me, which makes it irritated. So anything that you get, it's uh, getting against this brain, which is already nervous. Right. That's why you felt felt, overwhelmed. I I felt when I was presented with anything stressful that my brain would just go, it would be way worse. Like I got really cobobulated. Oh, yeah. Dizzy. It's it's a normal feeling because you can't, uh, you just can't get through your brain. Right? Yeah, yeah. 
it makes total sense. Dr. Stoik, I have to ask you a question because I do want to talk about the cooking part of it. Uh, what kind of name is Stoika? What, what is your, uh, your, your, or your uh, place of origin, your birthplace? Uh, I am originally from Romania. I was born in a, part, uh, in a very famous part of that country, which is called Transylvania. Ah. Really? Uh, uh, I don't, I am not a vampire, I have to mention. <laughs> You're not a dope man of vampire. No. That's good. <laughs> Dr. Stoika. Yeah. So, and uh, my first language actually is Hungarian. That's right. Uh, okay. I learned Romanian when I was five. Now, my lovely so, wife is at the other end of the table, and she is uh, Bohemian, basically, from what, part Czech, part, what are you? Well. For Czech, uh, former Czech Republic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm part Bohemian and part German, and if you, if, if I did that whole ancestry thing apparently i had some traveling people that went all through russia <laughs> russia all the way to sweden so i got i got a little bit of everything in europe well dr stoika the reason i asked you that question is because that is some great food so i'm really happy that you were able to cook again because that's that food is magnificent uh, actually i took foods from all sorts of traditions from uh Hungarian, Transylvanian, Romanian, uh, German, French, uh, Indian, uh, what, wherever, and Middle Eastern, of course. Wherever I could find healthy food, uh, I decided when I was starting to cook again that if I already put in the effort, I might as well cook very healthy. Oh, okay. And my books have, in each of the cookbooks, you will find a table defining uh, if it has any allergen and uh, how easy it is to cook and the calorie content so people can decide what they really want to choose as a recipe from the point of view of ease of cooking and uh, calorie count and uh, if they have any sensitivities to, to certain things, they can avoid those foods. That is a this is a wonderful thing. We're talking to Dr. Susanna, uh, Susanna Stoika, uh, Cooking After Brain Injury, Easy Cooking for Recovery, Book Five, the latest book in the series. As a matter of fact, uh, have the books been well received? I got to believe that people love this idea. Yes, they do love the idea. I got a lot of uh, positive feedback, uh, and I was told by people who never cooked before that they can finally cook using my books. Because the books uh, are built in such a way that they become more and more uh, complex as you go through. So the book number one has a very basic recipes. And then it gets a little bit more complicated and more complicated. And book five actually uh, has very complicated recipes. So by the time you graduate from book number five, you should be able to cook with normal cookbooks. Wonderful. That's great. I think it's a great thing. Ladies and gentlemen, the book is available everywhere, Dr. Stoika. Is that right? Uh, it's available on Amazon.com. That's all you need to know. Amazon.com <laughs> yeah. is all you need to know. The whole world. Cooking After Brain Injury, Easy Cooking for Recovery, Book 5, the latest in the book series from Dr. Susanna Stoika, S-T-O-I-C-A. Doctor, what a great guest. You're a terrific guest. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Have a wonderful day, Doctor. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. I love her. Yeah, she's awesome. I, wonder I love that, that woman. I, I am not a dope. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> I am not a dope. <laughs>
I'm sure he has all the. <laughs> so yeah, probably. I have all the. Because he's been what? living with it for a long time. Who? Well, I just Trace. don't. I don't know well, if Trace, anybody yeah. has ever addressed it like that. You know, it's like, it's like, it's like they've got cookbooks for wonders. college students that have never mm-hmm. cooked before, and yeah. uh, and well, cooking for two. They've got cookbooks for like, well, every Trace situation. Had, I've Trace, never heard of a brain injury. They one. were always really good at helping Trace cook because he lives independently he he does right always he has so his right hand is his right hand yeah oh yeah it is it is is, is. because (laughs) i'm like i weirdly know what handedness people are because of being left-handed oh you notice these what handedness i like it (laughs) what's their handedness that's what it's called is it right handedness is your whether you are Left-handed. By the way, who came up with mall Santa for my brother? Me. I'm going to steal it. (laughs) I'm stealing it. It's a perfect description. I so want to see him in a red sweater. Oh, gosh. So that would make my day. Mall Santa. Mall Santa. His hair has got to be, it's longer than yours, isn't it, Catherine? Or as long. It's... He's got, he's got a beard like there's no hey, tomorrow. He should totally yeah. roll with it. Though. Actually, yeah. some of those mall Santas make pretty good money. Yeah, he yeah. should go roll with he's it. Too yeah. crabby. He's too crabby. He's too crabby. He's the crabbiest person ever. You are a kid. Get off my lap. Hey, if I could pull that look be, off, I'd totally do he'd it. He'd be evil oh, yeah. Santa. Oh. <laughs> yes, evil Santa. Bad Tony. Santa Part Three. Uh, are, your, are your parents a Republican? Then you're getting nothing. <laughs> you know what his full name is, by no, the way? Yeah, oh. Antoine. His full no, his name, actual name is Tony. It's not Anthony. Yeah, I know because everything has well, to start. That, that explains a lot. <laughs> Had to start. He's a Democrat. Oh, he's hardliner. Hardliner. Oh, <laughs> okay. But his full name, because my mother's last name was Dean. D E H N. She pronounced it Dane, but most of the family pronounced she it pronounced Dean. She pronounced everything weirdly. So his name was Tony Dean Bernard, and for his confirmation name, he chose... James. No. No. Jimmy. No. <laughs> Tony Dean Blank Something. Bernard. Come on, he's a Roman Catholic with a name Tony. Martin. Tony. Dean Martin, very good. His name is Tony Dean Martin Bernard. <laughs> and, he's, and he's a Democrat, huh? Oh, he's a big time. De- well, he's a, he's a big union guy out at uh, out at Delta Airlines. Big. Well, union he doesn't work guy. for the union. He's a baggage handler. But he's big. Right. Into but he's the been union. he's he's been working there for I don't even know he how and, long. He and Paul Mullet, his brother, have been working together forever. My whole life. No, all mm-hmm. the union guys in Hollywood, they're all Republicans. Are they really? Oh, absolutely. I didn't know. Why oh, would they be? Everybody who works at Crew. Really? Oh, absolutely. Why? They just are. This is how it is. It's interesting. Yeah. We'll take a break. Be right back. Got a second hour coming up. Just a few minutes with the family.